Hey guys, Parker Curtis here with another free seed special. We're offering our listeners a free four pack of Gelato Feminized Seeds with any purchase at homegrowncannabisco.com. So make sure to use promo code GELATO420. Let us handle the rest. Happy growing and enjoy the show. What's up, you amazing listeners? I'm Chronic from the Cannabis Chronicles on Instagram and YouTube, as well as the host of this amazing podcast brought to us by Homegrown Cannabis Co. If you haven't already, be sure to go browse a wide selection of top-notch cannabis seeds over at www.homegrowncannabisco.com. In today's episode of the Homegrown Podcast, I'll be teaching you listeners about how to grow weed at home in small spaces and which one is best for you a space bucket, closet, or tent. So be sure to pack a nice fat bowl of your favorite bud or drop a glorious dab as we set sail into some seriously amazing cannabis content. Let's begin. In this first segment, I'll be discussing space buckets and making use of empty closet spaces or small portions of a closet. If you've never heard of a space bucket, well, I highly suggest Googling some imagery of these amazing little setups that can seriously yield some amazing bud that really pulls some weight. The idea of a space bucket is to make use of one to two or more five gallon buckets. Sometimes even larger buckets are used, but the traditional space bucket was a five gallon size where you stack these buckets, cutting off the bottom to make a completely hollow, tall, discreet growing space to put a plant inside of. Generally, growers would wrap full-spectrum LED or make use of smaller wattage CFL bulbs inside of this space and create light all the way around the plant for 360 degrees of light coverage. These buckets usually include small USB fans such as PC fans that are cut into various sections of the bucket with small pieces of carbon filter placed over top to help keep the smell down. I've even seen some space buckets with small carbon filters and exhaust fans built into them, but generally to save on money, these are budget builds made for less than $50 that work great with just those PC fans. The most expensive purchase generally are the seeds and lights. Other than that, your local garden center probably has 5 gallon buckets for fairly inexpensive, and USB fans are extremely cheap to find. So these space buckets make great options for growers who have small spaces where they need to be discreet with, but can't afford to put a tent up or panda plastic. This option can be a very gorilla method style of growing as far as growing cannabis is concerned. So whether it's nosy neighbors or landlords, space buckets have definitely helped keep many safe while growing their medicine. Now another cheaper, quick way to grow cannabis is going to be making use of a closet or small section of a closet space, which this will be a little more loud and proud versus a space bucket type build. The reason this will be a little more obvious is due to the fact that you will either have plants completely open in a closet or you'll make a small little panda plastic room that will be a very obvious indicator that you're growing something, so this option is not really for those trying to be very discreet, but for those trying to make use of any space they have. I suggest snagging some panda plastic if you're using a closet, a 100 foot extension cord, a surge protector power supply, and get yourself your preferred lights, seeds, and grow medium, and bam, that's all you need. For those growing their plants just out in the open in the closet and not creating a small panda plastic room within your closet, you usually don't need too much ventilation if your closet or room stays a good temperature for cannabis. However, it's smart to grab some fans to circulate air, so for anywhere from $100 to $200, you could have a pretty nice closet setup that can handle one to six plants depending on the size of your closet. 
Now, if you make a small panda plastic room to keep your closet clean and free of growing messes and damages, it's definitely best to bring in fresh air with a fan and exhaust old air with an exhaust fan. Having inline fans will be helpful for setups like that. These panda plastic rooms definitely keep the damage to your floors, baseboards, or walls to a bare minimum to none at all depending on how diligent you are when you make your panda plastic setup. You can get huge rolls of panda plastic for very, very cheap. Plus, it's reusable if you don't puncture holes in it or damage it. It's very easily clean and you can roll it back up. Now, that's all for this first segment, but remember to stay tuned as we take a brief commercial break and when we come back, I'll go over the next few options for growing that sticky icky, cheap and quick. Stay tuned. Hey guys, Parker Curtis here with another free seed special. We're offering our listeners a free four pack of Gelato Feminized Seeds with any purchase at homegrowncannabisco.com. So make sure to use promo code GELATO420, let us handle the rest. Happy growing and enjoy the show. And we're back from that amazing break. Be sure to pack another fat bowl or drop a giant glob to get yourself ready for this amazing cannabis content we're about to go over. Now in the first segment, I discussed creating your own space bucket for discrete growing that will make for a quick, cheap, and easy turnaround for cannabis harvest. Along with space buckets, I also discussed making use of spare closets or creating small panda plastic rooms within those closets. These two methods are probably the absolute quickest ways to get a plant growing, especially autoflowers. However, there are a few other ways that will cost anywhere from $150 to $500 that can be quick to set up, cheap compared to real and legitimate setups, and create some seriously fast turnaround compared to the space buckets and small closets. So let's break into those options now. The first one we'll discuss in this segment is snagging a small 2x2x4 or 3x3x6 foot grow tent for $50 to $150 off Amazon or from your local grow shop. You'll want a carbon filter for both intake and outtake fans and a small fan to push air around inside and potentially a small dehumidifier and humidifier. All of that should put you right around $100 to $200 where you'll then need to snag your seeds which you can head over to www.homegrowncannabisco.com and browse their amazing selection of top-notch cannabis seeds and then you'll need a quality light, which will put you anywhere from $280 to $500, depending on which kind of light you get, how many seeds you get, and what kind of medium and nutrients you snag, and all those fun little purchases. Now in a 2x2x4 setup or a 3x3x6 setup, you can really pack some plants in those tents. Especially if you're growing autoflowers, you can line your plants and germinations up to get into a perpetual cycle where you will harvest 1-3 to three plants within days or weeks of each other consistently every month or every other month. In a 3x3x6, you'll have a lot more room to run your plants for larger yields or one massive plant, but these two tent sizes are quite a massive size difference and it really depends on how much space you have for your tent. If you don't have much space and want to harvest bigger plants than a space bucket can do, a small 2x2x4 tent can be the much cheaper option compared to a 3x3x6 tent and can be much more friendly on your spatial needs. Those small tents can fit in closets and various smaller places that can make them become discreet or less in a way of your daily life. This can make or break it for many cultivating cannabis and for some homeowners or renters as well. Space is everything so the choice of tent size is completely up to the grower, and these options would be much cheaper options compared to the next two options. Now the next option is just like before, except everything is pretty much amplified price-wise. You would want to look at a 5x5x7 foot tent or even a 4x8x7 to 10x10x8 room, where you will need a lot larger intake and outtake fans with ducting, 
large fans inside, along with smaller fans as well, humidifiers and dehumidifiers. A way to dry all those plants and a lot more pots, a lot more grow medium, and just a lot more of everything in general. But if you want a cheap, fast, and very effective way to grow a large amount of cannabis, buying one large tent or two medium to larger tents would make your job much easier. Even buying one massive tent in a small mother tent would make your jump into cannabis at pretty much a sprinting speed. As you'll be spending a lot up front, not as much as you could spend, but you can go budget pricing for all your components and get yourself some mothers going and snag a cloner with this option and get right into cannabis cultivation with some quick harvest. Once you have those mothers vegging and a cloner set up, you can just consistently clone and you'll always have plants in various stages of flower and veg. This makes perpetual harvest much easier to break into cycle-wise and this creates a massive turnaround for harvest. However, this option is roughly $500 to $1,000, which is still on the inexpensive end of things for cannabis cultivation. You could probably do this setup for $300 if you really wanted to go budget friendly, but I'm telling you the max price of buying brand new components and tents, as buying old components can cause severe problems like light leaks, malfunctioning products, or house fires, so beware of buying cheap. As I say, buy once and cry once. That's what I like to live by, and I tend to just spend the money on important things like my tents, lights, and intake or outtake fans, whereas I save the money on my humidifiers and fans inside the tent. Those can be much cheaper or more budget-friendly options as they generally need replaced or completely maintenance and cleaned once a year with any brand. So just be smart with your purchases. Now the last option is just using full-on runes as your grow space and not purchasing a tent of any size but utilizing closets for mothering or vegging stages and using panda plastic to create a flower area or seedling area. This costs way less money than buying a massive tent, but you also have to sacrifice a full room, which is generally not an option for many renters. Since you can't just willy-nilly hang anything from wherever you'd like, like ceiling or walls, in most places. So having tents to hang all your items is a massive selling point, which is why using an open room concept is hard for some growers to do. However, if you're a homeowner or someone who can renovate a full room to grow, absolutely go for it. This is the most ideal option out of everything I've discussed and will be the easiest space to work in functionality wise. It will be the most rewarding as far as weight pull and you'll have plenty of space to work with your plants and train them properly. It's quite hard to work with plants in very confined spaces and that's something many growers forget to talk about. But working with plants in very small tents is a lot of leaning over, kneeling, or backbreaking work, literally, that hurts the spinal cord trying to tend to your plants. So having a larger room-sized tent, or actually rooms to work in, make a massive difference in training outcomes. How much fun you have with your cultivation experience, and it makes a big difference with preventing issues, as you'll be able to check your plants much more thoroughly in large spaces. Now an open room can still cost anywhere from $100 to $1,000 or more depending on the accessories you purchase, but the best thing about an open room is that you can start small and build or add onto it as you go. Versus if you buy a big ass tent, you will absolutely need components to handle that massive room as it will become a stagnant, hot, humid mess before you know it, and it will be the perfect room to create mold or mildew on your plants inside of it with no circulation. So components are super key with any makeshift rooms or tents. But with an open room, your ambient temperature that your AC is putting out generally works perfect and since rooms are ventilated, there is always fresh air coming in. The only major problem with growing in open rooms is containing the smell. 
which I just suggest making your door as tight of a seal as possible at the bottom. And you can maybe think about getting a window unit exhaust fan to exhaust fumes outdoor. Carbon filters are always nice to add so your neighbors don't smell straight skunk all day long. Now that's really it as far as the small options for growing cannabis up to the large room options. As past these options, cannabis cultivation is all about dialing in your rooms, upgrading components to higher end or nicer ones as the years go on and technology evolves, and always progressing your knowledge as a cultivator. So I do hope you all enjoyed this episode of the Homegrown Podcast brought to us by Homegrown Cannabis Co. And remember to head over to www.homegrowncannabisco.com to snag your top-notch cannabis seeds to start your journey on cultivating cannabis in one of these unique methods I talked about today. Remember to follow along on whichever platform you are listening from so you never miss out on any episode that we post. Once you start your journey into cultivating cannabis, you can document your grows over at www.homegrowndiary.com for free. And if you want to chat with over 5,000 cultivators, including myself, sign up for free at www.homegrowncannabisco.community and tag at chronic, that's K-R-O-N-I-C, to ask me any questions you have. I am Chronic from the Cannabis Chronicles on Instagram and YouTube, and I'll be back every single week to teach you amazing listeners all about cannabis cultivation. I hope you all have an amazing day. Much love, happy growing, and peace. Hey guys, Parker Curtis here with another free seed special. We're offering our listeners a free four pack of Gelato Feminized Seeds with any purchase at homegrowncannabisco.com. So make sure to use promo code Gelato420. Let us handle the rest. Happy growing and enjoy the show.